This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shop First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. <laughs> this, this week we're talking about Rambo, First Blood Ooh. Part 2. The Reckoning. Alright, this movie is written by Sylvester Stallone and James Cameron. <laughs> That's the- uh, yes, yeah, that James Cameron in in yeah. the uh, in the, the A Team style opening credits. Yes. Like I was still surprised to see that pop up. Yeah, directed by George Cosmatos. Not such a surprise there. No, uh, <laughs> starring Sylvester Stallone, Richard Crane, Charles Napier, Stephen Burkhoff, Julia Nixon, Martin Cove, and George Chung. He was Cove. He was gold. Uh, this came out in also 1985. And uh, yeah, there we go. So this is my pick. We did First Blood about a year ago. And uh, I really wanted to do this one because I haven't seen any of these since I was a kid. As mentioned multiple times in the podcast, I was more an Arnold Schwarzenegger guy, less a Stallone guy. But I've seen these all. I just don't remember. And I don't have them memorized like I do Commando and stuff. Also um, as kids, uh, like the... <laughs> The Schwarzenegger movies rarely concern themselves with any kind of message. Oh, no. <laughs> and uh, the, the Rambo ones do have a message, even if it's kind of incoherent. Who did what? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I did not see this in the theater. I do remember watching it for the first time. My mom and dad dropped me off at my cousin's house. Well, at my aunt and uncle's house, they were all going out like on a dinner date, and so my oldest cousin watched us. And she's like, "What parents are? Like, what are you gonna do?" We're like, "Oh, we're just gonna watch Rambo 2. I think they were way more laxed <laughs> on their kids watching this kind of stuff. My mom and dad were like, "Uh," it's like, "Oh, it's not that bad." And I'll just you know cough whenever the, the swear words happen. And uh, she, my cousin was <laughs> terrible; she missed them all. And I remember hearing all the fucks and shits and everything. But yeah, that's my memory of this, really? Scott. I don't yeah. remember any cuss words in this movie. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, there are a couple. Uh, I think I saw it on cable as a kid. <laughs> as, as with most of the movies I should have been watching. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It was probably whew, 10 or 11. Uh, yeah, watching this on cable. And uh, since then, I might have seen it. I might have had it on the background at points. Um yeah, this is the first time I've sat down to watch it again since I was a kid. Yeah, same here. All right, Alex. Ooh, not me. I watch this every once in a while. The whole trilogy, actually. Every Christmas. <laughs> no, that's Die Hard. Um, I don't remember the first time I watched this movie, but I know it was before Hot Shots Part Due because I got all of the jokes. And it might have even been before I saw UHF because also I got all of the jokes. Um, but yeah, I love this movie. It's awesome. All right. Um, I get him confused. The whole time I was watching this, I was, 
I get, I get two and three mixed up. I'm like, which is the one with the helicopters? And then <laughs> it's both of them. <laughs> is it both of them? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, maybe that's yeah, why I get. You'll see. Yeah, it's a bit of a transition. Yeah the 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 main villain in this movie is the gunship, and he comes back oh, <laughs> with boy. a vengeance. Okay. Well, all right. As usual, we're just going to talk about seven items from the movie, and I will go first since this is mine. And um, this. T- the sound effects whenever he would shoot his arrows yes. were kicking my ass. It's like a gunshot going on. Yeah. The whole reason he wants to use it, it's quiet. It doesn't Cor- make sound. Every time he shoots Correct me if I'm wrong. The first time he uses it, it's not that loud. Or am I going No. Crazy? No, when he's first like, in, infiltrating the camp yeah, or whatever. Yeah, it's actually stealthy. Yeah. And then later on, yeah, this is, might as well have been a Star Wars blaster. The Chewie's bowcaster. Yeah. There you I go. Think that's what you mean. Yeah, that's a better. Analogy. Well, he but, was yeah. going loud at that point. That's he didn't have to be stealthy anymore. He took the silencer off the bow. I'm going loud. Yeah, it's like putting like a card on your spokes. I'm making it loud with my bow and arrow. <laughs> so that was killing me. Uh, that's my number seven. I, I, it's good and bad. It fits the shitty movie, but it's shitty in a good whip. way because I actually do like this movie. But that style, bullwhip going off every arrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Scott, why don't you go next? Number seven was the goddamn soft filter that they had in like three quarters or like one fourth of the scenes in this movie. Scott, like, what mean expendable? Yeah, oh my god, <laughs> that scene. Uh, I, I'll talk more about that later. But the <laughs> just they throw the soft. I don't know. What the idea was to make it seem hazy or misty at, at points. Just yeah, blurry. It's a romantic moment. But yeah, they did they did use it for the romance. Sometimes it was for other stuff, but uh yeah, they just throw that soft filter on there and it was it was cracking me up and kicking my ass simultaneously. <laughs> like like Jeff was saying with the uh with the arrow noises, the bow noises. Uh yeah, I just I don't get it at all. And it just seems like such a hack thing to do. Uh maybe it was too bright outside. I, I, that's the only thing I can really think of. <laughs> they put this stupid filter on it to get the kind of mood that they wanted. Uh, but yeah, it was all over the place. And it always like took me right out of whatever was going on. Yeah. It was a style at the time. <laughs> Alright, Alex, you're number seven. My number seven is... Svenel Thorson fans, do not be fooled. <laughs> <laughs> that was not... I, I know, I'm disappointed too. That was not Spinel Thorson at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> that was Tony Munafo, who appears in a lot of Stallone movies. He's like, I guess he's a, a, the Stallone equivalent to Spinel Thorson's, uh, to Arnold Spinel Thorson. Because he was in, uh, whatchamacallit, <sighs> fucking Dread, Judge Dredd, um, Demolition Man, and a bunch of other Stallone movies. Um, not as famous. We don't share a birthday. Yeah, so, so, so what Alex is talking about at the very beginning, the one of the prison guards, like it's a close up, and Alex, like me, I'm sure, thought, is that Ben Olsen? Yep. And then they they can't they pan out. And it's like, oh, that dude's like barely taller than Stallone. There's no way. Yeah. <laughs> and he sounded dubbed over. And I was like, well, it makes sense that he'd be dubbed over. Right, right. And I'm like, no, nah, that's not him. Yeah, he didn't have a ridiculous accent, so. You know what's funny is I thought, or I didn't really think this, but for a split second, uh, 
Victor Maitland's like head goon. I kind of thought that was him at first. I was like, "What is that him?" No, nah, it can't be. And for for split, like I I knew it wasn't him, but I the whole time that that goon was there, I thought it looked exactly like um, what's his name, Bullet Tooth Tony, uh, with Eugene Levy's eyebrows. Yeah, with Eugene Levy's eyebrows. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what I was thinking. The, the, uh, the guy from the the hooligan from Euro Trip. Uh, that's oh. Bullet Tooth Tony. Bullet Tooth Tony. Um, what's his name? I will figure it out. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. Eugene Levy. Not Eugene Levy. <laughs> I don't know. Got, for some reason, got at two first, left feet. I thought it was uh, uh, Jesus Christ. I didn't think it was Jesus. <laughs> he didn't play. The, he didn't. Was it? He wasn't in any movies. Yeah. Oh, except History of the World, Mr. Thorson. There you go. All right. Um, on to my number six. Vinny Jones. Nah. Sorry. Vinny Jones. There you go. Uh, my number seven or six is, I did not like Sylvester Stallone's portrayal of Rambo in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> you, didn't, you, didn't, you didn't appreciate his motivation, Jeff? No. And he just is totally different than in the first movie. I, I, I forgot how, I think that's why I really liked the first one, how down on his luck. And, just, and this one, he's just kind of. This is like slide height of his, his career, right? He's just cool, like when he's on the boat talking to the girl, and like every. I'm just, I don't know. It just felt totally different than First Blood. Like maybe I have to go back and rewatch all these, and it feels different. The one I've seen the most recently is just Rambo, Rambo Four, I think is what it's called. Whatever, I don't know what it's called. That one and the First Blood seem like the same character. This guy does not seem like it's the same character. And you're gonna be disappointed with three. <laughs> I'm sure I will be. It felt like he was like flexing in every scene. <laughs> yeah, and he was really sucking in his gut, and he already has like point. Zero yeah, yeah, point he's sucking his gut. Body fat. He's, he's like doing push-ups. I'm sure he like dehydrated himself. Yeah, I don't know. Just the scenes that he was when he talked in this, it didn't feel like Rambo. It felt like I don't know. Throw Mama from the no wait. Stop from a Mama shoot. <laughs> Rambo is a pussy. That's my number six. Scott. Okay. Number six, uh, and I tried not to like focus in too much on the movie goofs. Um, you know, like the arrow sound effects and things, but uh, well, that wasn't a goof. <laughs> okay, so this is okay, so I guess this isn't a movie goof, but like why 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 when Rambo is being tortured the second time, do they give him his pants, his belt, and his boots back? And his helicopter and his motorcycle. In the boots and the motorcycle. Because <laughs> he says, clean him up. Yeah, yeah. That, as in, like, get the leeches off of him. <laughs> Rinse him off. Not, yeah, go and give him stuff so if he escapes, he's good. I don't know, that just really bothered me. I mean, you want you wanted to see Sylvester Stallone hang dog? Is that what you're I saying? I did, I did. <laughs> okay. If he'd cared at all about the character or the story... He would have hung dog. <laughs> he would have showed some neck. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, all righty. Yes. You would have seen his Rambone is what you want yes, to see. Yes, Rambone. Mm-hmm. Right. Alex, number six. My number six is, I always like when movies like this, you have the badass. He's like suiting up. He's putting out his weapons on. He's sharpening his knife. 
and uh, locking and loading everything, like putting bullets in the clip one by one. It's like awesome. It loses almost everything in the entire in the next scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how did he? How did he even get stuck dangling there I anyway? This cat got snagged on something. Yeah. It's like, this is the most badass soldier ever created by the United States military. He jumps out of an airplane. Ah, I'm stuck. Ah. I guess he wasn't making Arnold noises, but. <laughs> he wasn't. I, I did laugh out loud the first time they show him flexing. Like, they set the close up on his bicep and they slowly pan out. It's just him sharpening his knife. Yeah. Like, at first, I was like, is he fucking working out before he's going on this mission? Like, is he lifting weights? Nope. He's just flexing so goddamn hard because he needs to really sharpen that knife. <laughs> sharpen well, he the shit it a out lot. of the knife. I mean, it pays off. I mean, yeah, the knife does help him out. I'll give you that one. It's his lucky charm. That uh-huh. knife yeah. is not expendable. <laughs> God damn it, I'm more upset about that. <laughs> but yeah, that was my number six. And gearing up all like a badass and then losing all his shit. Mm. All right, uh, my number five, and I, I think this is—it's one of the moments I do remember from this movie. But it's so stupid. I—it's I, the ending of the movie when he's pretending to be dead in the helicopter and he shoots it with the rocket launcher. <laughs> For uh, why was the hell? Why did he go all the way down to get that close to him to check out? I, it just doesn't make any sense. But because he's evil. Yeah, it makes as much sense as with the first. When Rambo acted like Jaws and attacked the helicopter from the water. <laughs> that was the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. But uh, this was just because I remember—I actually remember this. Like, oh, I know one of these movies. He's pretending he's dead in a helicopter and he shoots it with the rocket launcher. And sadly, that was this movie. Well, if you if you watch that scene in slow motion, Jeff, not not the rocket launcher scene, but when he jumps up onto the helicopter, mm-hmm. you actually see his eyes roll back into his head. <laughs> <laughs> like a doll. Like a doll's eyes. Alright, well that's my number five. <laughs> Scott, what's yours? Okay. Number five, and this is positive thing. That that knife he has, so um a lot of people call it a K bar knife and it kinda is. Yeah. But they specially made it for these movies. Yes. Like this wasn't like a standard issue anything. Um that knife is fucking badass. Like as a kid, I think we were talking about this before, but um, in previous episodes. But as a kid, that knife was maybe I don't know, maybe a lightsaber would be cooler. <laughs> Otherwise, it was that knife. <laughs> and the thing just looks so fucking wicked, um, you know. And if you really thought about like every time he stabs somebody with that, how brutal it is because it's got that barbed edge. Yeah, that's the uh, rated edges on the back. Yeah, yeah. It's ugh. as soon as he pulled that thing out, like. All the, the the chunks of flesh that be coming with it. Yeah, it's pretty gruesome. Yeah. Um, and to that end, uh, one again, again, this would actually would qualify as like something that's not possible. I know, I know, this movie's very realistic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, when he throws the knife at a dude, like for the very same reason why stabbing somebody with that thing would be absolutely devastating, it would be a horrible throwing weapon because it would just get stuck on the point because of the way the the, the barbed edges, the, the serrated edges, like it wouldn't work. Like you'd have to throw that thing with so much goddamn force to make that actually work. 
uh, no, but he, no, he sharpened it so much that that doesn't matter. Okay, I buy that. Yeah. Thank you for clearing <laughs> that up, Alex. Yeah, he sharpened the shit out of that knife. All right, so whenever I see that serrated blade, I always think of, and I believe it's all quiet on the Western Front. I don't know if you guys remember. And there's a scene where there's, I don't know if it was the main character or somebody, he's putting serrated notches into his bayonet. And uh, the, one of the older soldiers is like, what are you doing, son? And he told him, and he's like, don't ever do that. If the enemy catches you with that, it would like you're gonna get you're gonna kill us all or whatever. It was like it was bad juju to do that. Like yeah, just you can stab me, stab me, but don't rip out my entrails when you pull it out yeah, or something. Yeah. I, do you remember what I'm talking about or no? Um. Yeah, I barely remember. I read the book in high school. Yeah, that's what I, I probably watched the movie. Yeah, I don't. From. I don't remember that part I don't of the, the movie. Yeah, that make that makes sense. Like as a side note, um, I, I talked about this before. One of the podcasts I listened to called Hardcore History uh, by Dan Carlin. Um, he basically just goes over war shit, mostly, but uh, um, they're, they're very long form, and uh, he, I'm listening to one now where he's going over World War One in a lot of detail over several episodes, mostly the combat, and it all sounds fucking horrible. Like, yeah. like mm-hmm. way, like, some of the shit, like, the trenches, and like, ugh. But mustard gas, just everywhere. from the mustard gas. Um, but um, yeah, he every once in a while he does mention something like you're talking about, Jeff, where like both sides like didn't want to. Nobody, nobody likes the bayonet charge, and that actually like when when rifles like really became a thing, like nobody wanted to stab anybody anymore, um, for good reason because that's like a intensely like I, I don't know how to describe it. Yeah, it's but up it, close and dirty. And yeah, it's it's like psychologically, it's much more different than shooting somebody from you know fifty yards away or hundred yards away or whatever the case may be. Isn't uh, this what um, in Godfather, what's his face was telling? Um, yeah, about uh, a big get his brains all over your having big suit. Yeah, this is up close. You got to shoot him. It's like, well, but a bing, but a boom. He's taking this very personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that, that's an interesting point you bring up, though, Jeff. Yeah. So Rambo's not cool. Yeah. And that was that was that was a German author, right? Yeah. I forgot. Mm-hmm. The side All of the right. Yeah. Um. What were we at now? That was. Talk about the K bar knife. My number five. Okay, so Alex is number five. My number five is <laughs> Rambo heroically destroys an innocent village. Yeah. <laughs> Take that village. Yeah. So you run through this village of just completely innocent people, just villagers, a family living there, monks. There's even monks. Yeah. Just praying. And he runs through and is like, okay, you know, he needs some cover and whatnot. He's putting these people in danger, but he's not, he's running like frantically. He didn't expect to find these people. And first of all, he kills one of their chickens. Uh, takes their gasoline for those. Those like their only chicken. Yeah, <laughs> which is pretty clever. He uh, makes a trail of blood with the chicken all the way to the center of the of their field, <laughs> and that he's doused in kerosene or gasoline or something very flammable because their whole food supply goes up in shame in flames along with the all the soldiers. 
And if that wasn't enough, <laughs> he takes those very awesome explosive arrowheads and just lays waste. <laughs> like, I, like, I don't think everybody I like the sound effects for those too, by the way. Yeah. It's like a drill, but he puts it on there and then... <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and then like a ticking noise. Yeah. 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 It takes the trucks out. It destroys the village. Uh, I'm pretty sure not all the villagers made it out of there alive. Probably not. Especially the monks, but they're still there. And even if everybody lived, they've got, like, burning corpses, like, ten feet outside of town. Yeah, and, yeah, their crops are gone. <laughs> like, with the thanks, America. They had a road, though. They're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, come on, Rambo. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that was, I laughed at that, too. I was like, why is he destroying that village? But especially when he was shitting it with the arrows. I was like, what? Well, they were explosive. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number four now is the death of the girl. Oh, man. I, I shouldn't have laughed, but I laughed. It's like, <laughs> well, well, we'll go on together or whatever. Yeah. Then she just gets <laughs> wasted. Rambo, I have two weeks before retirement. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It just christened the boat. It's called the Live Forever. <laughs> oh my god. But she doesn't just take like a bullet. She just gets yeah, she... mowed down. That <sighs> was the funniest part that she was still alive. <laughs> yeah, at the end. Or at least could talk anyway. Yeah. Do it for it was me, Rambo. Her, it was her and that random jobber in Robocop that gets killed by Ed 209. <laughs> yeah. It's like the same amount of bullets. Oh my god, I I shouldn't have laughed, but I laughed. It was just because okay, we'll go this way, we'll go together, and then just bam, up, <laughs> oh, she's dead. And she goes out into the open in a bright red dress. I know, but still. Well, she was in disguise to begin with, so. No, yeah, yeah. I thought she was a hook, but still, maybe you know, peek out, see if anybody's out there. I like maybe... that's like the one instance where they like the guy's a good shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She fucking lights her up, like. Oh, man. It's like every round from the clip nailed yeah. it. <laughs> like, finds its way to her. He's standing right next to her, too. That's the best part. <laughs> oh, um, oh, Rambo. He's like, oh, I almost forgot my arrows. Yeah. All right. Number four, Scott. Number four. I, I was laughing at, like, every scene, extended scene, that shows him sneaking through the jungle. <laughs> where he's, like, hunched over. And, like, running from tree to tree. But, like, there's no camouflage. <laughs> Except for that one point where he, like, magically covers himself in mud, like, in the span of, like, 20 seconds. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, the first when he, when he first meets up with the girl, it's just him running, like, hiding the, like, those ruins, going from tree to tree. Like, he is, like, this badass commando. And the whole time, he's got the knife out. This giant, super shiny knife, like, giving yeah. away his position the whole time. Like, and then every other scene that he's, like, sneaking through places. Just, I don't know, just, like, the acting involved with that. Like, the sneak acting. I don't, I don't know what to call it. Like, it was just, I couldn't take it seriously at any point. Shoutouts to UHF. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, UHF, like, Weird Al's got it down where he's, like, doing the weird hunched over thing. Oh, man. <laughs> You know, he yeah. conveniently loses his shirt too, which is great. Got to show up the. He's he, he was oiled up and ready to go, as Alex likes yeah. to say. Hell yeah, greased up and ready to go. 
Like he yeah. did so much better in the first Rambo. Yeah, that's the thing. It was like, okay, this is how we do it in the jungle. I, I, I don't know. I don't well, know. Well, the first one was also based on a book. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> and his early career, he was well, you know, he was trying to be like a serious. He did uh, Rambo and then Rocky. Those were serious, like. Well, Rocky, I yeah. know, was Oscar Oscar winner. Oscar right, contender. and he's, he looks ridiculous, like, <laughs> stealthing through the dungeon, through the, yeah. through the jungle. I don't know, it just it cracked me up. Especially <laughs> when he had, again, when he had the giant shiny knife out. Right, and his, sir, and his glistening at, skin. Look at the poster for this movie. Yeah, I know, it's just him in a rocket launcher, right? <laughs> his no shirt on, just holding the rocket launcher. <sighs> well, it worked for Commando, so... What? <laughs> I'm looking at the poster now. Like, why? Why the rocket launcher, not the, the like the machine gun that he pulls off the the helicopter? I'm, I don't know. Uh, on the DVD cover, it is the machine gun. Okay, it's a, it's a still from the movie. But yeah, <laughs> the background is just all fire. It's all flame. Yeah, <laughs> it's that village he talks. Oh man, it's <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, uh, we're on Alex number four. Yep. Ugh, I just it always gives me the heebie-jeebies when after Rambo gets captured and you see him, you know, just in that pool of pig shit. Ugh, fucking yeah. gross. And I don't know how. It, well, I'm sure <laughs> leeches would not survive in that environment, but leeches covered it. it was, ugh, and then the Russian just peels off one of the leeches. It's, that whole scene is like ugh. Yeah, that's one of the scenes I do remember. It was the pig shit water that he was soaking in. Ugh. Jeebus. I can't believe Rambo as a character survived after that. He's got like seven or eight tapeworms in him right now. <laughs> yeah. I just that's gotta why keep he's his good. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's so skinny. I eat the pigs. I eat the worms. <laughs> All right, uh, my number three is the goddamn music at the end of this movie. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's no We Fight for Love, but it's special. Right? Oh, what my the God. Oh. Pete, what is it? Live for Peace is the name of it? <laughs> Live for Peace, yeah. Yeah, it sounded like a, a, a Team America song. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was laughing. Yeah. I was dying. So inappropriate. <laughs> Maybe I'll put that at the end of this episode. Just <laughs> if you guys want to hear the song, it'll be at the end of this episode. <laughs> it's not even as like the lethal weapon song that Scott loves. This is way worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Remember your brothers. <laughs> I don't remember all the lines, but it's basically the same. <laughs> That's it's the 80s. This is yeah. the, 1985. It was uh, more Frank Stallone. Is that who did it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> All right. Remember your brother. That's why you put that line in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were all famous. Remember your brother. <sighs> all right. I just hit my head in the microphone. <laughs> that song is great, though. <laughs> Jeff, all right. What's Jeff, your if, we, if we do the barbecue, you got you to gotta play that. <laughs> okay. Well, what's your number three, Scott? Um, number three is the love subplot that got shoehorned in this movie. <laughs> like, I don't know if this was. I mean, so 
Stallone and Cameron got writing credits, but there's like producers involved. Like, whose idea was it? That yeah, it was there needed Stallone. to be love. Yeah, it probably was Stallone. <laughs> tell you, it's with this, Stallone. this Julia Nixon, this poor woman. Uh, like, <laughs> oh, she had green eyes or hazel green. I couldn't figure it out because I kept. I was going to make a big trouble little China joke, yeah. but I couldn't <laughs> yeah. tell if they were green or not, so I didn't say anything. So, like, no, her her Vietnamese accent was about as good as Stallone's was. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I mean, they actually what have her is. speak Vietnamese, so I'll give her credit for that. Um, it would have been hilarious if they had Stallone do like an extended <laughs> uh, bit of speech with that. But uh, do my. Yeah, and then and then yeah. Hado, hado, hado ma, hado ma. The like the, the line. Oh, sorry for fading any Vietnamese listeners. Yes, yes. Um, so, <laughs> well, we blame you because you taught us all through K through twelve out here. Yeah, so we're yeah. blaming you guys for yeah. bad accents. Yeah. Um, but some of the she she goes from like she has no problem saying the world the word expendable like without an accent like barely an accent <laughs> what is Rebel. what means expendable what mean expendable <laughs> like that was so like oh man i felt bad for her that they made her say it that way <laughs> oh, shit it just hit me do you think this is the moment where stallone's like expendable it's gonna uh, that's what i thought when i heard it because i forgot about this line in the movie and i'm like oh is this why he named his shows that or the movies after? No, oh, that's that? that's that's a that's a good point, Alex. I didn't think about. Damn, that. yeah, it just hit me right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, exp- yeah. yeah that, the, the whole love subplot, you know, they're talking on the boat, and she's like, she tells him about her necklace, but how it's lucky. What's lucky for you? And he pulls out his giant goddamn knife, <laughs> and she just looks at him like he's a psychopath, and rightfully so. <laughs> and then yeah, later yeah, on, and then later on, they lucky. kiss. Like, it made no sense. Like, I, 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 of all the things in this movie, that was the most baffling part to me. That, like, that she'd instantly fall in love with him. Clearly, the dude's broken. Like, you know, I think I, she was just playing him to get to America. Maybe. I, I, <laughs> Green card, maybe. possible. Yeah. yeah. Take I, me to Thailand. Definitely hero. Definitely worth helping. But to fall in love with that psycho? I don't buy it. And then yeah, like we already pointed out, her her death is hilariously tragic. <laughs> <laughs> just adding, just this hail of bullets hits her, and he's he's literally touching her, like standing that close together, and, and he's fine. Oh man, and he buries her with his bare hands. And there's this giant mound, and, and it was pouring rain. Was pouring, you know she's gonna yeah. get washed up. George George P. Cosmatos. This is the same guy from Tombstone. He did a shitty job with the rain in that one. He did a shitty job with the rain in this one, too. <laughs> Until it's like bright sunshine outside and the rain's pouring down. Uh, well, it's Vietnam. You don't know. Yeah, that's true. That happens in Hawaii, though. Uh, <laughs> FYI. It's just... Like, the whole point of this movie, it's like, yeah, we need something else to flesh out the hour and a half. And, and thank God this is an hour and a half, by the way. Yeah. I know, that's a uh, tight 90 minutes. <laughs> it's this love interest thing. Oh, God. By the way, now I'm thinking, like, when Sylvester Stallone took the idea of the Expendables to the producers at whatever Paramount, where the movie's made, I would love that if one of the producers at the balls would go, Stallone, what, what mean Expendables? 
I just have one question. <laughs> that would be awesome if someone had Sly, stones. I got one question. <laughs> mean expendables. You sent us the idea of the pitch. What mean expendables? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, we great. <laughs> oh, blame me. James Cameron wrote that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's oh, making man. 15 Avatar movies. All right. Cool. Jeebus. Uh, I don't know. Is it? Alex is three. Alex is three. Yeah. Uh, the Russians. <laughs> yeah, I love terrible. It's just the Russians. It's like, oh, man. He's covered in pig shit. He's getting tortured. Oh, the, the, these uh, Vietnamese soldiers are the worst. They're so evil. And then the, the POW is like, oh, the Russians. He's dead. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! They come and in then, like hard asses. And so it's and like it's one? like yeah, the Vietnamese are like they're just like junior commies. Like, like <laughs> the, the real commies come up later. Yeah. But by, by the way, when when they're in the the home base, do you see the the picture of Reagan on the wall? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, which awesome. home? Which home base? The Murdoch's? the American. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right okay. next to the Coke machine. Yeah. That was pretty fucking despicable, by the way. Yeah, Jeebus. Because when I think of Rambo, I think of a cold, refreshing Coke. Mm-hmm. Ice cold. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. The 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 main Russian, who is, has a suspiciously uh, German accent for some reason. His accent's all over <laughs> the place. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> they needed, they, this movie desperately needed a dialect coach. <laughs> Nine, Herr Rambo. Yeah. <laughs> in Soviet Russia. <laughs> maybe he, maybe he, that guy didn't know. Maybe he didn't know he was supposed to be Russian. Yeah. <laughs> Until like he got to the scene where he said his name and he was like, wait a minute, I'm supposed to be Russian? Ah, fuck. Yeah, fuck and Stallone was like, no, 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 we're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I thought this this movie is a really like good in-between. Rambo 1. Rambo 2, he goes back to Vietnam, and then the Russians interfere, they're the big bads, and then Rambo 3, it's all Russian when Rambo helps the Taliban defeat them. <laughs> oh, man. The, the yep. Well, I mean, that's kind of what it's happened in real life, but... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> it's what happens in the movie. Uh... Yeah, he goes... Yeah, this movie's turned into fighting the Russians. <laughs> Yep. I'm just starting like to wonder about Stallone's career here. <laughs> That's true. Ivan Drago. If I can change. You can you change. change. We all can change. Uh, yeah, but it was cool. Uh, not cool, but like I, Victor Maitland. I don't think I've seen that guy in anything else besides Beverly Hills Cop and now Rambo 2. Yep. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was like a... that's, that's the main yeah. Russian guy. Is yeah. Victor Maitland. yeah, that's right. He's got the he's got the evil. Uh... <laughs> Tell him I have herpes simplex ten. Yeah, I don't I don't even know what to call that thing. He's got the bump on the forehead. Is it a mole? Yeah. The I Van Dam. What? Does he have the the Van Dam the bump on his forehead? He's got a growth on his head. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it's not a Gorbachev see, thing. You seriously not noticed that on Van Dam? I haven't. Oh. I always stare at his crotch anyway, so. Whoa! 
All right, uh, we're on to my number two, and that is going to be when Rambo explodes that dude with the arrow. <laughs> yes, oh. yes. Oh, I laughed out. Like, I, I, I keep saying I laughed a lot of stuff, and it was more just like chuckles or maybe just me smiling, but that one did make me laugh out loud. I cheered and laughed at the same time. Yeah, it was, that was epic. Awesome. I was set up for it, too. <laughs> oh, God, he exploded. He was running. He was doing fine when he was running, and then he just stands and turns to take even <laughs> shots from his handgun even farther away than he yeah. was before <laughs> and missing. Oh, uh, man. It's like, I don't know if you remember the Rambo 4 when Rambo sneaks up and he gets in the 50 cal. <laughs> yeah, the, he, and make, he blows he the milkshakes out of people. Liquefies yeah, and he, the guy in the driver's seat, he destroys. This is even worse. I mean, I guess technology-wise it's not, but whatever. It, it, this was awesome. That dude exploded. It's like he's supposed to be this badass soldier. Like, that's all about jungle warfare. Yeah. And he just stands there. <laughs> well, I will say, sorry to compare Rambo 2 and Rambo 4. And Rambo, in this one, they're like, yeah, they're soldiers and they're like torturing POWs. But that's kind of what soldiers do to each other, right? Like, it's it's terrible, but it's not that bad. In Rambo 4, they go out to set that the bad guys are the worst human they're making these people run through landmine fields just for fun, betting on it. The guy goes in, he's raping the little kids, and <laughs> and so when Rambo, it's I think maybe they learned their lesson. It was like, you know what, we're going to blow this guy up, but we're also going to make him like the worst human being ever. <laughs> yeah, and in Rambo two, they're just soldiers. They're not that bad. He slept with a prostitute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. All right, Scott, number two. Number two is the, the guy getting blown up by the arrow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I would have expected way more explosion out of the. He blew up a car with those arrows for Pete's sake. Well, that guy got disintegrated. I don't know what you want. Yeah. More fire, maybe. I mean, they. I mean, maybe if it was like John Wick levels, we've seen just gore splash everywhere. But <laughs> instead, we get like the big trouble in Little China, kind of like bits flying everywhere. I loved it. Yeah. No, it was good. All right. Well, what's your number two, Alex? My number two is I love, you know, it's it's always refreshing going back and watching one of these old school action movies where there's no CGI. Everything's practical effects and everything. But my favorite part by far is just the stealth takedowns that he has. They're cheesy. They're <laughs> They don't make any sense. But him just... Essentially becoming the predator and taking out these soldiers one by one is awesome. Yeah. He's firing that loud ass <laughs> bow and arrow, then knifing people. But do you think which one seems better, this one or in First Blood when he's taking everybody out silently? Oh, no. First Blood. Yeah. See, this movie, it's fun, but it's just not as good. Mm hmm. But I agree with this. I have actually my number one is a, a specific stealth takedown. So I agree with you on this stuff. Yeah, it's badass. Knife and mud knife. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, my number one is Rambo in the mud and his eyes. Because that is the most thing in my mind, vivid memory in my mind of the first time I watched this. When I was watching this, I'm like... I just know it's a scene where he's in the mud and you just the guy walks by and all you see is his eyes move. And I remember as a kid that <laughs> yeah. like it freaked me out and I thought it was so cool at the same time. And like I hadn't seen Predator yet or anything. Oh, because obviously Predator wasn't out yet. But 
But I just thought that was so cool. And because it's the main thing I remember from this movie, I had to make that number one. Mm-hmm. It's good. Yeah. All right. Scott, number one. Okay. My number one is just the the whole extended sequence of him like taking down the the whole enemy forces at in in you know, when he goes on a rampagement <laughs> mm-hmm. after his love interest has died. Uh and he just basically takes out a whole he takes out the Fiat Kong and the USSR. <laughs> and, <laughs> in, in the span of like twenty five minutes. Uh and and really this is the main reason to watch this movie. Like <laughs> uh Yeah, just all the extended sequence kind of guys you guys were just talking a little bit about like the mud thing and you know he's taking out guys single handedly. Although I did laugh uh the one Russian he catches, like he kinda snares the guy and starts pulling him and that guy doesn't scream. He just makes these weird kind of like ah 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 sounds. <laughs> like <laughs> that's right. He should have yeah. totally been screaming. Like and, and even then like a lot of the takedowns didn't preclude those guys screaming. Getting stabbed in the chest doesn't mean you can't scream. <laughs> or getting an arrow. Uh, it'd be the lungs. lungs. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. I think one, that is a thing. I'm just saying, like, there should have been some more screaming. Not necessarily because they're being heroic and trying to get the position because they're screaming in horror and pain. Yeah. But, yeah, the whole sequence, running through the jungle, um, it, it kind of gets ruined a little bit when he's like climbing down those big stones and I can see why they did it because they were like oh it would be cool if we show him jumping down these things but it was like all of a sudden he's just running away like with no plan the whole, like it would have been cooler if he just like stayed at it and just like start kept picking them off one by one by one but eventually yeah he runs and then murders a bunch of these guys by setting them on fire as, as we've been over already um, and were you guys disappointed too that because I, because I didn't remember what he was gonna do with the chicken. Um, he thought he was gonna shoot him with the bow. <laughs> yeah, I was, <laughs> like I knew what was gonna happen, but I was like still kind of hoping for it. <laughs> God damn it, Scott! Uh, He's gonna explode the chicken. No, like in, uh, hot hot shots part. Dude. Hot shots when he puts the oh. <laughs> he uses the chicken as the arrow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, that's not this movie. Yeah. No. And then, and then it goes into the helicopter sequence. <laughs> He's just fucking blowing the shit out of everything. Uh, at points that seemingly for no reason. Uh, and then he's just yeah. yelling. Uh, uh. He blows shit up. Yeah. Again, shout outs to UHF. <laughs> I, I still wasn't quite clear on like, how he was operating the machine gun. Yeah, I know. He pulled the trigger. <laughs> yeah. I'm just really glad he remembered where the POWs are being kept. Yeah, that's that's. I was thinking about that too. I'm like, he's just such a badass soldier that he knew where they were and hope and hope that none of them were being tortured in one of those huts. Yep. Uh, yeah, just that whole sequence up until like he lands a helicopter again to get them on. Oh man, that's that's he's Rambo. That, that's that's Rambo as we as we think of him today because nobody really like thinks about First Blood. No, you're right. So that became the Rambo character right there. Yeah, yeah. So that's my number one. It was that whole sequence so, is ridiculous. I I think the epitome of the Rambo character is when he has the big gun, the chain gun, and he has the bullets wrapped around his other arm, and he just yeah. That that when he grabs the snake. 
No, you're thinking of uh, Hard Target. Nope. Well, he doesn't right, punch Alex. the snake. <laughs> Number one. He should. It would be awesome if he punched the snake. My number one is uh, that just to me, this is like a perfect like turning point moment in a movie where uh, Rambo's just got done being tortured. He's not giving up anything because he's too much of a badass. But then they bring a POW in and they're going to threaten him with death and maiming and stuff. And Rambo, oh, I can't let this happen. And out of the corner of the of his eye, he see what was the girl's name again? Expendable. Co, I think I saw. Co, uh, yeah, Co. Hey, Caesar through the floorboards. It's like, okay, this might be my moment to strike, but then he has to put a little flair in it. It's like he's doing what he's doing what the Russians want. And at first, he just he's kind of like a little bit whimpering. He's like Murdoch, and so Trotman puts him on. Yeah, yeah, he's here. He's here. He's like, hey, hey, Rambo, get get to hear from you. <laughs> Such a good line. And then you see him, like, you hear his knuckles cracking around the microphone. Murdoch. And then <laughs> lightning strikes. I'm coming for you. <laughs> perfect <laughs> editing cuts straight to his close-up of his Murdoch's face. And they have that uh, Rambo 2 stinger. Oh, awesome. That's my favorite moment in the whole movie. <laughs> and then he it's hits per- Russian Eugene Levy in the face with the, with the microphone. And he puts him in the electrified... Uh, bed springs code like shoots straight up into the other guy it was awesome great great rescue it was by the way I clicked co on IMDB and the quotes are why did they pick you <laughs> because you like to fight <laughs> I'm expendable what mean expendable <laughs> <laughs> there it is uh, yep but yes that's where he says the, that's where he said the F word where uh my cousin tried to cough it. it's in the torture scene. Oh yeah. He's like asking for his name. He said, What are they like? Fuck, Fuck you. you. Yeah. And that was the one where my he said that all of a sudden my cousin goes, Oh you didn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh anything else? Any uh honorable mentions? Uh, again, the random screaming. Ooh. <laughs> Honorable mentions, as I've said before, to uh, Hot Shots Part Two and UHF, who parodied these movies perfectly. Uh, I had one more. I'll remember later. <laughs> All right. Um, I didn't have any. Um, so let's rate it as usual. We rate the, on a scale of one to seven. One being absolute garbage. Seven being perfection. And four being somewhere in the middle. And that's what I have to give this one. I do. This is so bad compared to Rambo 4. <laughs> I can't say I don't like it, but I can't say I really do like it. So that's why it falls right in the middle for me. Four. Scott. Uh, I would not say this is a good movie. Uh, <laughs> you there, would say it's a great movie. There, there was enough ridiculous shit happening, though, um, that it kept me entertained over its hour and a half running time. Uh, and I, I would definitely want to watch this again as like a like a bad movie night type deal uh, so yeah I'll give it a 4 as well okay Alex 6 or 7 buddy <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> yeah I know I'm still going to go high with this one and give it a 5 
Uh, I still, there's a lot to love in this movie. Uh, it's not my favorite Rambo movie. One is my definite favorite, but three goes so over the top that I, I like it over this one. And uh, Over the top. That's right. I miss them. And then I still, I haven't watched other Rambo, regular Rambo, not regular Rambo, fucking yeah, Rambo 4, essentially. You, sh- you should watch it. It's good. No, I have seen it. Just oh. I've only seen it once, so I gotta watch it again. He teaches the tree hugging hippies that sometimes you gotta kill people. It's badass. <laughs> only through nonviolence can we. <laughs> only through violence can we achieve nonviolence. Yeah, that's right. Oh, the biggest hippie of them all at the end has to get a rock and bash a guy's brains in on the ground. It's like yes. <laughs> Message received. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh four four five um our crossover list is what alex <laughs> it's our top five arrows what alex i'd like for you to quote for me what what i said when you proposed this this list <laughs> you said i don't know what that means <laughs> <laughs> it's top five arrows scott was just texting what all of us were thinking <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I came up with a list, so we'll see. We'll see if that's... Yeah, it's in here. <laughs> well, but by the way, Alex's response was, for example, Hawkeye's grappling hook arrow. Any gadget arrow, arrow or arrow MacGuffin. That's right. <laughs> oh, the old infamous, infamous arrow MacGuffin. Ah, there is one, because I have it on my list. Oh, God. Uh-huh. All right, well, why don't you lead us off, then? Typically, it would be mine, but I'm going to give it to you since it's your list. Thank you. Uh, my number five is, uh, uh, it's commonplace nowadays in the video game world and everybody still hates it. I know Scott sure as hell does. It is the, uh, the Hanzo's double dragon arrow whenever he fires that shit. I think Hanzo's bullshit. In yeah. General, so. Just in general. But that arrow, it's like, it's what got a t- wide range you know, from Overwatch. Oh, I was like, thinking Hatari Hanzo. <laughs> okay. When, when, so <laughs> when that game sword. came out, yes, that was bullshit. Yeah. Now it's now people know to get out of the way. It's not that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. It's still it's huge. It's got a wide area effect. Uh, well, yeah, no, his I still hate it. So he he had an ability called Scatter Arrow, which is way more bullshit. Well, yeah, but they, it was so bullshit that they got rid of it and replaced it with a slightly less bullshit ability. Hanzo's bullshit. For those that are familiar <laughs> with uh, with Overwatch. Oh god. Look at Hanzo main. That's my number five. Okay. Alright. Um my number five is I had I thought of two things, so I my list is a little bit weird here. Um I'm going for cool gadgets and just awesome sh- arrow shots that happen in movies. Okay. So I'll take that. Uh and this will be Robin Hood from the cartoon when he goes to shoot in the archery target contest, and uh, was it Little John or somebody hits his bow from it's underneath? The and he goes, yeah, it's the sheriff. It's the sheriff. That's right. He goes flying in the air, and he picks up his next arrow and nails it so that they hits the bullseye. His his yeah. arrows that are like twigs that are tied together. Yeah, there's no aerodynamics at all to them, but whatever. So that's my number five: the trick shot from Robin Hood, the cartoon. Okay, nice. All right, so, so my number five, we were just talking about this, but the 
the chicken arrow from Hot Shots Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> and they have the the, the sound effects probably the best part that the it's being shot. And then, yeah, it embeds itself in the guy's chest, and he keels over and, and dies. And then the chicken lays an egg. It's fucking gold. That's awesome. Chicken arrow. Hot shots part two. My number five. All right. My number four is a, a, a classic one, a ridiculous classic one from DC's uh, Green Arrow comics, and it's the Punching Glove Arrow. He just said it was just an arrow with a punching glove at the end of it, so it's not so it's non-lethal. So he knocks out villains. Yeah, but what they did make, you expect him to do? Yeah, they make fun of it in, in like modern DC comics and everything, and they they always poke fun at it. It's one of those cheesy old old timey comic book gadgets. Yeah, well, that leads into my number four, which is all the gadgets on the the WB show Arrow. <laughs> I couldn't pick out a specific one, but I actually he maybe even had a punchy bag one one ep- or a boxing glove in one episode. But he had the grappling hook stuff. He had little like you know you tag a person so you can track them, uh, exploding ones. I don't know. He had all sorts of cool ones. So Arrow, I really love that show. First few seasons, haven't watched it the last. It's still going. Three. I don't know. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, I can't be expected to watch Arrow and Gotham. <laughs> of course not. Jesus. Jeff and his <laughs> stories. <laughs> yeah, so all arrows, arrows from Arrow. Okay. There it is. There it is. Scott. So number four, specifically, yeah. and I think you've only seen this in the first episode of Arrow. It's the hacking Arrow. Oh, damn it. Which is the dumbest <laughs> arrow ever invented. No like, way. Like, <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't just, like, jamming in a USB stick by hand if you're standing there anyway? No, Scott. That would be boring. So he has a super powerful hacking arrow. And by the way, they never explain how he comes up with this thing. They usually shoots it at, like, a computer. And it hacks the computer and downloads a bunch of shit. And that's the last time you see it. I think even they realized, uh, this is pretty dumb. Let's not do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They came up with a character that would do that shit instead. I was going to say it was the girl, which yeah, I yeah. forgot her name now, but yeah. she would do Felicity. all of it for Yeah, the Felicity Smoke. Uh, uh, Felicity. <laughs> Heidi McBlonde nerd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a hacking arrow. Like, <laughs> it almost makes much sense as like a hacking hammer or something like that. Are you just like... Well, yeah. If you lodge the hammer into the <laughs> into the computer bank, it'll hack it for you. Like, it makes about as much sense to me. Yeah. Anyway, the hacking arrow from Arrow, my number four. All right, Alex, number three. My number three is Hawkeye's hacking arrow <laughs> from the Avengers. There you go. It was a very short scene. At least this one was shaped kind of like the very dramatic USB port that it lodged itself into. It was very fancy, but uh, yeah, it was going to be both of those arrows, but since you talked about the arrow's arrow, Hawkeye, hacking arrow. you got a ha- hacking arrow too. Man, that, you know, I'm sure that technology exists in your world. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was hacking bullets. It was just put a USB stick at the end of the arrow. 
There you go. Hacking bullets. Although, I can't get a USB stick into whatever port the first time <laughs> yeah. around. I can't imagine somebody bullseyeing it with a bow and arrow. That's true. No one ever uses USB stick the correct way the first time. Yeah, it's like that. Damn it. Well, you got to loosen up the port first. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number three, and once again, this is not like a gadget on the arrow, but just a cool shot. And it's more. This is more like the, the cinematography. It's or CGI cinematography. Is it that one of the Legolas's arrow shots from the Fellowship of the Ring when they're escaping, going over the bridge of whatever yes. Casa Doom or whatever it's called, and he has that one shot where he just follows the arrow after he shoots it and it goes through the orc's head and he, the orc falls through the, the hole. Ah, oh, awesome. Yeah, that's an amazing shot. Awesome. I I just yeah. love the whole idea behind it, like these these orcs, like pelting them with arrows. Nothing's landing, and Legolas fucking dead on from like as far as possible. Yeah, with his elven eyes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Racist. But yeah, just that. There's a couple shots there. That shot, and then the shot where they run over the bridge, and it feels like a video game. It feels like you're playing Secret of Mana <laughs> and your two characters are right on your butts as you're running across. <laughs> so, anyway, Legolas, my number three, two? Three. Number three. All right, Scott. Uh, okay, going back to Hawkeye um, from the Avengers. And the arrow in and of itself isn't that cool, but the the little bit of the sequence, the New York battle sequence that takes Barton is great and it basically gives you all you need to know about Loki's character when Loki's flying by on one of the the speeders I don't know what to call them uh, and Hawkeye shoots an exploding arrow at him and Loki being you know a god catches the arrow and then he gets the like bitchiest look on his face as he looks over at Hawkeye as if to say like mortal please and then it it's an exploding arrow and it blows up <laughs> it blows him off the bike and he conveniently lands back on the Stark Tower which makes no sense but who cares the whole sequence is awesome yeah, the whole fight but just yeah. just mostly the look on, on Tom Hiddleston's Loki's face there you go uh, mm-hmm. it's fucking great because of the exploding exploding arrow so yep. Yep. my number three the exploding arrow that, that uh, Hawkeye fires at Loki in the Avengers noise alright Alex number two uh, my number two is an Arrow MacGuffin. Might be the only one okay. ever. From Battlestar Galactica, the Arrow of Apollo. You remember this? Good. That's pretty good. Yeah. What about the Silver Arrow from Zelda? Games? Not a MacGuffin. Not a MacGuffin. Yeah, it's just an item. It's a type of arrow that they have to use. Mm-hmm. Or but the light it, arrows. Too. But was it one of the games like that was the thing he was trying to get? It's all oh, of it's the all games. of them. But no, like That's a main you... plot point? Uh, not really. You I mean... Right. You get the Master Sword. That's a I mean, plot. I don't know. Like, getting... yeah, you, ha- you have to get it to beat him, so... I know that, but I thought it was like a big... Like, they kept talking about it. All right, whatever. Forget it. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. I don't remember. Maybe that was a McMuffin. But <laughs> 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 the, the sausage one, not the egg. I mean, not the bacon. Oh, yeah. Not the Canadian bacon. That's stuff's nasty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, continue, Alex. 
No, that was it. The Arrow of Apollo. They find it in some ancient ruins. They and do. Then, uh, it does stuff. It doesn't really do anything. But yeah, then uh, Starbuck fights Six in an awesome fight. There it is. Mm-hmm. I started rewatching. I fell behind. I got to re- keep going. I was on like season three. Too anyway, much. all right. My number two is not necessarily any specific Hawkeye gadget, but the fact that his quiver does whatever he want, whatever kind of tip he wants on it. I thought that was really cool tech. Yeah, that's awesome. Where he puts, you know, he puts the arrow back, or he says what he wants, or he types it into his. No, the boy, he's got like a scrolling, like a scroll wheel on the boat. Yeah, he like taps it yeah. in a way. Yeah, yeah. So you can see it. And he does it and it puts the whatever end on it. And I thought that was really cool. So that's my Hawkeye. Number two, his quiver. Moist. Quiver. Scott. Number two, and it's, it's a really dumb joke and super dated now uh, to the 90s, but <laughs> the uh, Patriot Arrow from Robin Hood Men in Tights. Oh, Fuck you. <laughs> That's my number one, too. Uh, okay. So, my number two. Uh, yeah, the Patriot Arrow. Again, this could not be more of a 90s joke. Uh, but um, that whole sequence is funny. Like, wait a minute. I'm not supposed to lose. Everybody pulls out the script. And I get another shot. It's a, it's a super dumb joke. But uh, <laughs> Roger Rees and... Um, uh, who plays the prince? Um... Uh, guys on Kirby Enthusiasm. Uh, yeah. Richard Lewis. They, yeah. they, they they sell it. They look at the script and they go, uh, he does, he does. And then he uh, basically gets tripped up the same way he does in the cartoon. And then he pulls out the Patriot Arrow. <laughs> and the thing goes all over the fucking place before it lands where it's supposed to. Um, you know, again, 90s joke about the Patriot missiles. Um, but yeah, just... Funny gag. It was like the first thing I thought of making this list. So that's my number two. All right. Uh, that just reminds me of... I, I shouldn't even say it on, on the air. I won't say it. All right, I'll tell you guys later. <laughs> All right, well, I have a backup for my number one. Okay. Which is just the whole movie, Broken Arrow. <laughs> Christian Slater. Uh, Howie Long? Howie Long. Howie yeah. Long. Samantha Mathis. Uh, Oh, what's his face? Travolta. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Travolta. Oh, my gosh. There's a broken, a broken arrow. arrow. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Got a <laughs> Luke. A, it's a broken arrow. Yeah. I saw brain? that movie in the theater. So did I. Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, God. We're terrible. Not, Endangered not Dirt. a good movie. I've heard of everything. <laughs> I'll be in cuffs next year. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's your cuffs. number one, just broken arrow? <laughs> yeah, cuffs. broken arrow. <laughs> Cuffs. Strong. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, my number one is from Green Arrow, but he didn't make the arrow. And this is from Batman Returns. Mm. Where there's the Kryptonite Ooh. arrow. Nice. That Batman has Green uh, Arrow shoot at Superman during their fight, and it pretty much turns the tide, and Bruce has Batman. Or, sorry, has Superman at his. Mercy. Exactly. And, uh... Yep, it was good, and then all of a sudden he fakes his heart attack, and and everything happens. But, uh, yeah. Spoilers! (laughs) Uh, 
Kryptonite Arrow. I guess since it is in the uh, Superman versus Batman movie, right? They took that part of it. They, he, the he uses like grenade launcher type deal. Oh, that's true. It's not a bow and arrow. It's yeah. A, yeah. Ammunition. Mm-hmm. But the, the fact of aerosoling <laughs> the kryptonite they took, yeah. So that's my number one. Greenland, uh, Greenland, uh, Green Arrow and Batman hooking up to take down soups. By the well, way, a, a one-armed. Yeah, I was just about to say. Green Arrow, who somehow uses a bow and arrow. But what his feet. Yeah. No, it was yeah. his teeth. Right? I think it was his teeth, yeah. Because he's hanging upside down by his legs. Yeah. And then, yeah, he shoots with his teeth, I think. Yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> All right, Scott, number one. <laughs> number one. Uh, we already talked about it, but the Silver Arrows from Legend of Zelda series. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they, they were super cool too. Like I remember as a kid thinking, "Oh man, Silver Arrows, that's fucking awesome." And then all the way through, uh, um, basically all the Zelda games. But uh, yeah, no, it was cool in uh, Link to the Past when you got the Silver Arrows. Um, that's what you needed to, to defeat Ganon. Like, it wasn't enough that you had the Master Sword. You also needed the arrows. And, uh, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if it's like that in Breath of the Wild, because I haven't beaten that. Uh, God, that game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, just this really cool video game item that you have arrows throughout the whole game and you get these silver arrows at the end. Mm-hmm. Powered up? Yeah. I don't How think... do you get them in the Link to the Past? In Link to the Past, you had to throw your arrows into the. The fairy pond at the Dark Palace. Yeah. And that you needed the super bomb for to get into. Right, yeah. It's super bomb. And if you, you, that's how you, you got the fourth stage of the Master Sword, too, I think. Yeah, with the fat fairy? Yes. Yes. Yeah. The game's I great. think you can still beat Ganon, but it just took a hell of a lot longer if you didn't have the silver arrows. Because I know that's how you, you can do that in the NES version, too, if you don't have the silver arrows. It's like a hell of a lot harder. <laughs> There's a glitch in that game that uh, somebody I work with showed me where you can basically beat the whole game in less than five minutes. Where Which one? Like the past. Because mm-hmm. the way the game's designed, like all the rooms are still connected even if you can't like walk through them. So there's a spot in the beginning of the game at the the castle where if you glitch through like a wall... We actually wind up in Ganon's room, and it's scripted to start the event, and then from there you like use another glitch to like walk past him into the next room, <laughs> and then that triggers into like you beating the game, and then that's it, you beat the game. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Nice. Anyway, I sent you guys a picture. You should check it out. Um. All right, well, that's all of our number ones. Or, I mean, all of our crossover. Yeah. All right, my honorable mention was just the Rambo Exploders were pretty cool, but I don't want to mention them. But they would definitely be on my list <laughs> if, if this was the movie that we were talking about. Yeah. Same. All right, well. Cool Arrow, Rambo 2. Is, Jeff, is that a stunt double? <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. <laughs> I don't know who that's supposed to be. Yeah, it's fucking yoked. Yeah, we just have a picture of... Uh, Sylvester Stallone and some other dude ripped out of their minds flexing for the camera. Guy can't compete with with uh, Sly's abs, though. No. 
<laughs> but he's like he's got like a hundred pounds on him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, it's time for Alex. No sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball. So since we're talking about Rambo two and you know special eras and over here, and over here we're getting ready for uh, the Olympics. So I have the 2016 Summer Olympic schedule for archery. All right. And at 5 a.m. we have the men's individual ranking. Five, 5 a.m. What? Uh, Pacific time. Pacific time. Yeah. Did you say 16? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, 2016 Summer Olympics. Schedule for archery. You mean 2020? At 5 a.m. there's the men's team. Is it, what? Wait, what? Just keep Wait, going. what's Just... next year? Just keep going. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Just get this over with. This quick. <laughs> <laughs> I can't... <laughs> All right. Team, men's team finals at 1 p.m. Okay. You read the schedule from three years ago. It's time for Neem News. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Alex. Oh, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> All right. Uh, so, I was not intending to, but I, I wound up seeing John Wick. I mean, not that I wasn't intending on seeing it, but I hadn't made any plans. I wound up seeing it. Uh, John Wick 3. Uh, chapter three, Parabellum, Parabellum however it's pronounced. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, without giving too much away, uh, this movie is completely bonkers, and I recommend it. Uh, my only caveat being that, uh, <laughs> you know, something I'd forgotten about, at least at the theater that I, I saw this, um, There's there are other rated R movies, but you can only show a rated R trailer before rated R movies. So I had to sit through every goddamn rated R movie that's coming out like in the next six months. Um, so basically all the horror movies are coming out, like the new child's play, it crawl, which is basically like one of those movies where you get stuck with sharks, except instead of sharks, it's alligators. Um, wait, didn't we already review crawl? Cr- yeah. Crawl. Oh. C R A W. Uh, oh, a, a crawl remake would be amazing, though. Yeah, and I bet be. we're all for that, especially Jeff. The Glavin. Uh, <laughs> and then, and, and there's a trailer for a third. I, I don't know what to call this the series. It's but it's the Fallen series um, with Gerard Butler, where he's a Secret Service agent. Oh yeah. So the first one was like. Oh, Olympus has fallen, Olympus and then has fallen, and then like London has fallen or London something. Fallen. Now there's another one called Angel has fallen. How I don't know how there's a third <laughs> he, one of these, but it was, it was making me laugh. What? Is it Vatican City? Maybe. I know Morgan Freeman's the president this time. Maybe he was the president last time. I don't know. I did not see any of these movies. Ooh, that's when the asteroid's gonna. Hit. <laughs> okay. When the massive geostorm's gonna land while he's <laughs> in the submarine. Um, yeah, I did. I, I couldn't believe there's like a third one of these things, but I guess, you know, people are hungry for R-rated anything. So these things are making enough money to to keep things going. Um, so that, that one warning for, for the movie. But yeah, it's, uh, you know, again, I don't want to give anything away, but uh, if you're hoping for some good violence, uh, you, you will be uh, satisfied. <laughs> All right, let me ask you this. I love the first one. The second one I've only seen once and did never see, needed to see it again. How would you compare it to those two? 
Um, I still like the first one the best. Um, the, the second one definitely ups like the how how nuts it is. Um, this one arguably takes it even a step further. Um, and the so the first one sets up this whole mythos about the this underworld of assassins. Um, and, like John Wick one, and they kind of like morph it into the se- in the second movie and in the third movie. So, for better okay. or worse. Oh wait, are we still talking about the Fallen series? No. Oh. <laughs> no, we're talking about John Wick. John, sorry, John Wick. Um, uh, no, no real spoiler, but the one of the dudes from uh, the raids in it, the, the little oh, dude. Noise. Oh, nice. Yeah, I can't remember from, Ken- can, from Kancha Club. I can never remember that guy's name. Uh, <laughs> Kancha Club. Yeah. Uh, so, is, are the three John Wick movies a prequel to uh, Equilibrium? Equilibrium. Yeah, is John John Wick the father of Gunkata? Oh, uh, not a lot of Gunkata goes on. Oh. just up close headshots. You'll, uh, if you wanted up close headshots, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can't miss. Yeah, this movie's uh, as close to a video game as I've ever seen. Like more so Even than any video than game Doom? we've ever seen. Yeah, um, but anyways, John Wick three, go see it. If 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 you want uh, some some good summer popcorn, um, and then uh, other reviews, I did not see this, but uh, the new Aladdin is out. It's not getting good reviews. Big surprise. Yeah, even from hardcore Disney people, they're yeah. like, nah. Yeah, and so not. I don't think anybody's surprised by that. I also don't think anybody's surprised by the fact that it's still making a shitload of money. Um, yeah. It's already made over $200 million in its opening weekend. Um, I don't know. Maybe Disney had it pegged higher. But uh, th- that's where we're at. This... We've heard mixed reviews on that from friends and stuff. That, like, it's it's not the best thing ever, but it's not as bad we're, as you think. Right. Where, so, so it's, yeah, it's it's definitely a middling, um, yeah. you know, a middling effort here. And that seems to be the, the template for these, for these live-action remakes. And they're not going to stop because they're just making so much money. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Again, maybe kids really like him, and at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. But, you know, I'd rather not have mediocre fare. They're going to do these huge spectacles. Nope. You know how to do it when I want to watch Aladdin? I put on the DVD for Aladdin. There you go. Yeah. It's yeah, awesome. I, I I don't get this remake of their movies as live action. I don't get it, but. They're making money, so I guess I do get it, <laughs> but, yeah. That's pretty much all you need to know. <laughs> but, yeah, but, like, in ten years, is someone going to go back and rewatch the Jungle Book or this? They're going to watch the cartoon version. They're going to watch this, the original Cinderella cartoon. They're not going to watch these, yeah, I don't think. Yeah, those are actual artworks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, technically, I guess they're still artworks. But, not, yeah, they're just not... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think this is a bad idea. I mean, I, 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 and I and I say all this, but you know, I'm not that upset about it. Like, I don't have this huge attachment to. Sure, I've never even seen stuff. a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You haven't? <laughs> no. Oh, racist. That's a great movie. Uh, yeah, that's that's basically what I wanted to talk about. Uh, Alex, anything you wanted to go over? Yeah, just a quick review. I saw Detective Pikachu. Okay. With the kids and everything. Uh, 
I'm a yeah, medium Pokemon fan. I play Pokemon Go, and that's about it. Uh, so it was fun. I liked it. I know some people that don't know anything about Pokemon kind of won't like it, but it's a you know it's a kids movie, but it's got enough for it was it had enough for me at least to be entertaining. And uh, we saw it in 3D, and this was actually the first time in a, that I've seen a 3D movie where I was like, you know what, this is not bad, pretty cool. All right. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't like this adds nothing to the experience or this blows my mind, but it's like, you know what? Was it? Yeah. What kind of theater was it? It was uh, like an AMC, just 3D. Okay. It ha- oh, it had reclining chairs. That was awesome. <laughs> it's hard to go back after you've been in those a couple times. <laughs> yeah. It's idiot. True story. But yeah, I recommend for the kids, Detective Pikachu. It's fun. All right. Okay. Uh, Anything else? Nope. All right, Jeff. Uh, not much, but uh, Game of Thrones is over, but there is a two-hour documentary that was just released tonight as we're recording this, so <laughs> if you're a fan of Game of Thrones, I recommend you watch that. I have not yet. I don't know when I'm going to get around to that. Um, I still want to check it. I started like the first ten minutes and to keep watching it. Um, but this is the good news, guys. Now that Game of Thrones is over and my hockey season's done, <laughs> I can catch up on Gotham. So <laughs> All I'll right. give you guys Even. updates. Uh, next week or the week after finally i think yeah it was like five episodes that i'm behind on i think it's the final five finally gotham.com yeah (laughs) and then the other thing i wanted to talk to to our uh, listeners about is giving us some feedback on itunes it's been a while we don't ask for much please go on there and uh give us a, a message looking at our stats here i mean we have listeners in the ukraine but you're not uh going on there and uh saying hey these guys are good, so do it. I'm yeah. looking at you, Ukraine, Turkey, Iran, India, New Zealand. Come on, we don't even even if you accidentally stumbled upon our podcast, yeah, thinking it was going to be something else, <laughs> and you're still listening at this point. <laughs> there's there's yeah. one guy in Ecuador. Come on, guy, you. <laughs> si se puede. Yes. <laughs> si como no. Being the center of the globe and everything, you should be able to just center that and give us a review. <laughs> uh, so yeah, please do it though; it, it does help us out. Uh, we we rarely ask for this kind of stuff on this show, so please do that; it would help. Um, yeah, let us know if you like the show because we don't know. Yeah, We're just doing exactly. this for fun. Even if you don't like us, let us know. Yeah, well, still give us five stars. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, well, I hate the show. Five stars. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think I can handle the rejection. <laughs> but the the positive stuff, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, and as you always heard, you know, make sure you follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We don't ever do anything, but make sure you follow us because every once in a while we'll throw out a <laughs> message. Yeah, maybe one uh, of these days we'll get our act together, and then you'll be glad. Yeah, I mean, by the way, Scott hasn't even left us a review on iTunes, I so I, don't I know, know you're not the only about. ones. <laughs> what's, so what's maybe if we can get Scott to leave us a, a review. You guys can too. But uh, all right, well then I, now I want to go back to our, our AFI quotes. Sweet, it's oh yeah, a, it's been a few weeks. Um, Let's do it. We we left off Let's... with forty one, I believe, which is we rob banks from Bonnie and Clyde. Okay, so now we're at number forty. Is, is it? Is it? All right, Lange, let's do it. No, damn, it's not. 
It's in the top ten, probably. All right, Lunger, we rub banks. (laughs) It's all right, Lunger. Mama always said life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Saving Forever Red. Castaway. Oh, no, that was Mr. Banks. Saving Mr. Banks, yes. Thank you, Alex. Yeah. If you build it, he will come. Wow, Ty Cobb. <laughs> there you go. So that, I feel like that, that quote gets mis... Because I think people usually will say, if you build it, they will come. I don't know, maybe that's oh. just me. Anyway, Field of Dreams. If you build it, he will come. All right. Uh, number 38. Today I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. Earth, earth. Oh, I don't. Movies. I don't actually know the name of that. The Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Okay. Alex, <laughs> what's, who what's... said it? You know sports. Uh, like I said, Ty Cobb. <laughs> nope. What's no. What's the joke that you? I think you guys you said you got it from your dad. Yeah. What's the What are the odds that Lou Gehrig got Lou Gehrig's <laughs> disease? <laughs> oh, cold bloody <laughs> dad joke. <laughs> All right, number thirty-seven. I'll be back, but you got to name the actual movie, the right Ter- one. Terminator. All right, that was the first time. Raw deal. <laughs> Commando. You got a raw deal. All right, uh, number thirty-six. Badges. We ain't got no badges. We don't need no badges. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. UHF. <laughs> uh, tre- Treasure of the Sierra Madre. There you go. 35, you're going to need a bigger boat. Titanic. Pause. Oh, I'm go. sorry. Jaws. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. We're in America. So yeah, soft J. <laughs> Yaz. Number, th- number 34. <laughs> you know how to whistle, don't you, Steve? <laughs> you just put your lips together and blow. Punctuation's a hell of a thing. <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay, let me, I said I totally misread that. You know how to whistle, don't you, Steve? You just put your lips together and blow. All right, to have and have not. Mm-hmm. I actually knew that one. But yeah, I misread it the first time. <laughs> that word Steve just kind of sat there in the middle. All right, 33. Hey, Steve. I'll have what she's having. When Harry met what's-her-face. Space My dad balls. thought the movie was called When Mommy Met Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Round up the usual suspects. Spaceballs. The usual suspects. <laughs> it's not the usual suspects spe- uh, or Spaceballs. Round up the usual suspects. Yeah, I wouldn't have got this. And it's from a movie we've done. Untouchables? Nope. Western? No, it's classic. One of our few. Oh, Casablanca. Casablanca, yeah. Casablumpkin. Casablanca. And then, after all, tomorrow is another day. Exclamation point. Is that also gone from the wind? Yeah. That, that's gone. Well, the other one, nothing was gone from the wind, so it's not also. Oh, this okay. one is from Gone with the Wind. Gone with the Wind. <laughs> or UHF. Or UHF. All right. <laughs> I knew she was going to say that. <laughs> There's 30 more to go, and we'll finish Woo. this one of these days. The Lunger Line's coming up. The which one? <laughs> the Lunger Line. Oh, yeah, let's see that. Uh, that's number 17. You gotta take the L train on the Lunger Line. Yeah, there you go. 
All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast. Till in the people she wraps around